This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Entrepreneurs Get Visible, talking about something that I think is pretty important. We're talking on all about why you need to make sure that you're using your voice properly. And I'm going to let you know that I'm actually joined by someone who is very lucky. They are one of a handful (laughs) of people who has been on my show twice. So I'm bringing back to talk to you, my very good friend, Nick Redman, who, as far as I am concerned, and many of her supporters are concerned, is the authority on how to use your voice properly. So welcome back to Entrepreneurs Get Visible, Nick. Thanks for having me. I feel very special. Yeah. In fact, actually, I interviewed someone else earlier today behind the scenes who's been on the show twice. So we don't often do that, but... (laughs) Something really exciting is going on today, and I'm so proud to support you with this. Nick and I go back a long way. We knew each other from the stomping grounds of when I was working in the voiceover space. We've known each other a long, long time. And Nick was actually my first client that came under my wing for me to help accelerate her voice career. And I remember on our very first call, where I was coaching you on voiceover and how to build your business during that, you said to me, well, I've got this wee idea, he said, in your lovely Northern Irish. (laughs) Sounds like me. Sounds like me. (laughs) I'm going to go and study voice like voice actually how the voice works and I remember thinking that's unusual and here you are now you have such a tremendous following in the acting fields the voiceover fields but you also help a lot of people who are public speakers and podcasters to really look after their voice so I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about today but there's an even bigger reason why I've invited Nick on the show. So Nick, I wonder what it is. You could probably guess if you're watching this live, you will see that I've not only got my branding on here, but also Nick's podcast. Nick's podcast went live today and we have helped make sure that this is getting her message out there. I know that Nick has trained with the best in the world and works alongside the best in the world in terms of voice. And what we saw was a gap in the market, that there really wasn't a great podcast that stood out from the crowd that filled this purpose of teaching people why Mm. voice is important. So we're really excited. And the first thing I'm going to do before I get Nick to speak a little bit, I'm not going to speak (laughs) the whole thing, is just ask you when we finished here, if anything we say interests you or intrigues you, or you like Nick or you like me, go and have a listen to Nick's podcast. The link, if you're listening on the recorded episode, will be in the show notes. But Nick really is a real source of knowledge, a fountain of knowledge. You are a fount of knowledge. So go and listen to the Voice Coach podcast over on Apple, if you can. Leave us a rating, a review and subscribe because there's so much knowledge in there for whatever you use your voice for in your business. So hey, Nick, how's your day going? Totally chill, Anna. I'm not like a buzzy bee panicking all over the place. I'm fine. I'm fine. That's great because it's not coming through in your voice that you've had a lot going on today. So we want to make sure that we are delivering lots of value and letting people understand exactly why, as business owners who are on Zoom all day, Mm -hmm. as podcasters, why is it important to us? to take care of our voice? Why isn't it just a question of rocking out of bed, having, well, in the old days of actors, having a coffee and a fag, and that's it? (laughs) Why do we have to take care of this? 
Well, ultimately, your voice is a representation of who you are, the passion that you have for the world that you work in and your profession, and also your way of connecting with the people around you, even more so now when we are relying so much on Zoom and video calls and even conference calls on phones and that kind of thing. You don't have your physical presence anymore. You don't have the grounding and the the body language and the facial expression. Sometimes you just have your voice. And it's really important that that represents who you are, the message that you want to spread or the information that you've got to share and that it does it in a way that sounds confident and uh, secure and open. And the other thing is, you know, sometimes we do get ill and sometimes our voices get a little bit knackered and what have you. And it's just really useful to have a few things in your toolkit to be able to pull out to help yourself through that to make sure your voice doesn't let you down. So yesterday, I used my voice an awful lot. I started a clubhouse (laughs) at 7.30am. I God knows why I agree, I've agreed to do this on a regular basis. But we started bright and early. I'd not even spoken to anyone in my household before we went live, which was kind of nuts. I had podcast interviews throughout the day. I had live trainings I was delivering for other people's Facebook groups. And I had a big masterclass in the evening, followed by some emergency voice noting back and forth as we were getting yeah. the final preparations for Nick's show, the Voice Coach podcast, to go live. So I went to bed last night feeling like my voice was just tired. Mm -hmm. knowing today I still have to show up so what can people really do in those scenarios where they know they've got more client calls they're on zoom yet again where I think on zoom calls particularly we're talking way more because we need to it's still Mm. even though we can see each other the non-verbal communication just isn't as strong so knowing we've got to use our voice day in day out what can you do what are the steps you can take to one, one look after ongoing and two, remedy when you have issues? Well, it's funny enough because like the first one of the first episodes we've put out is sort of first part one of vocal health. So it's certainly worth listening to if um, if you're interested in that or you do have voice problems. But there are a couple of things you can do. One is voice is a holistic process. It's about body, mind, breath and voice. So those very typical stories of looking after your body, getting exercise, looking after your mind, having some space, staying hydrated, eating well, all that kind of stuff is incredibly useful if you're a busy person and a busy business person and speaker, but also little tiny little warm-ups and not just warm-ups, but like the same sorts of exercises that you can do throughout your day almost to reset the vocal mechanism are really useful. So yes, you can do some lip trills and some stretches and some silly faces and gurning and noises to warm up. But you can also do those a couple of times during the day. If like you, Anna, you knew you had a clubhouse and then something else. What we do to have a break at work is, oh God, I'll just go and grab a quick coffee. If during that time you also do a few lip trills and a few neck stretches and and get your body moving, that'll be really good for your voice as well. I really want you to do a lip trill here <laughs> into the Always. microphone. Okay, what are ready? we talking about when we say this? Because you and I come from yeah. acting backgrounds. We know what these things are. Talk right. us through the absolute basics of the things people can do because this is the knowledge. Unless you've trained as a performer, people don't know this. What are we actually yeah. talking about? 
Well, the nice thing about voice work is already ingrained in us from when we were kids because so much of it is stupid agent faces and noises, right? It's just we know as adults we're not supposed to do stupid agent noises and faces. So um, it'll be in everybody. It's just about finding it again. And then some of the other stuff is stuff that you might know from yoga and Pilates and things anyway. So anyone who does Pilates or yoga and is familiar with a, a roll down of the spine. So standing with your feet hip width apart, just letting your neck drop forward and then just rolling down through the spine. So you're sort of hanging over yourself, giving your shoulders a little shake. That's a really nice one for opening up the the ribs and the spine and the breath, um, getting the breath flowing. But lip trills are a classic back pocket exercise. They're really useful for breath, for articulation, so getting the lips released and also encouraging really good vocal full closure, i.e. like efficient use of the voice. And it's it's sort of a horsey noise. I suppose is the best way. If you just sound like an affronted horse to start with. Also, if you take a picture during the, when you do this, it looks like you've had really nice Botox. <laughs> what you're also doing there is you're going up and down a sliding scale. Yeah. So this yeah. is doing all sorts of things to warm up the back of your throat and to warm up your mouth and all sorts of things that often we forget about. We forget about yeah. those those things and they can make such a huge difference. Now, what I loved was you were describing doing that role. And you can even feel it when you describe going up and down as you reach down to the floor and then you roll up your spine bit by bit. Many people who don't know about voice and don't come from a voice background don't realize that this isn't just, your voice isn't from the neck up. Your voice is your whole body. Your voice is the outlet for for the instrument that represents your whole body. If you're tight Mm -hmm. in your diaphragm, if you're tight and you're collapsed in your your lungs because your back is hunched, that's going to affect the presence that you bring to your work. And that's really important, even on Zoom, because I find with, because I'm on Zoom exclusively now as well, I don't have anybody in my studio anymore. I find that people are kind of straining forward to reach the screen or the microphone. And we sort of tend to work on this neck up kind of plan and forget that we have a body. So one of the first things I often work on with podcasters and recorded voice or business people when they're presenting on screen is a reminder that they have from the neck down to play with and how powerful that can be. Because if you feel stable in, I know you adjusting yourself there. If you feel stable in your body and you get connected to the floor and you allow yourself to sit in the edge of the chair and you let the spine lengthen and you let the belly release a little bit, no one can see your belly, so it doesn't matter as much as it used to in conference rooms. Yay, society! And you can let the breath flow. You can get strength and stability in the body, and that then really manifests itself in the tone of your voice and the strength of your voice as well. Now, one of the things I also want to bring up is that many people, particularly podcasters or people who are looking at delivering online courses or whatever it is, experts in their field, sometimes what I hear is, I worry I don't have the right voice or that people won't like my accent. Mm. And in the voice coaching field, and you know, particularly back in my acting days, there were so many people who were teaching voice where it was about RP, received pronunciation, the Queen's voice. And what I love hearing, Nick, obviously you have this wonderful, rich Northern Irish lilt. And what I want to kind of get across is that it's not about squashing the individual and unique tones that you have. In many ways, it's about elevating those, lifting those and enjoying the richness and variety of your own voice. 
Yeah. And that's one thing that the po- the Voice Coach podcast is 100% about. My MO is it's your voice and making you sound like you, not making you have to sound like somebody thinks you should sound or you responding to some ridiculous feedback about you sounding shrill or uh, too bossy or not confident enough. Like for females particularly, sometimes we can't win. If we're confident, we're too bossy. Mm-hmm. If we're respectful and quiet and give people space, then we're not confident enough. So and the thing with accents is absolute nonsense in my eyes. It's never about the accent. It's about your relationship with the accent and it's about the listener and their archaic, ridiculous, uninclusive opinion and their unconscious bias that they have about the accents that they hear. And actually, as much as I'm here to educate speakers, I also really want to educate listeners to listen better and listen more generously and listen in a more inclusive and understanding and supportive way, because ultimately that's where the change happens. We shouldn't have to change our voices. And that's not what I'm here for. What I'm here for is understanding what your voice is, finding comfort with your voice and making sure your voice is the best that can be and that it's reliable and that it's there for you. I'm not here to make sure you're putting all your P's and Q's in the right places and sounding like some kind of RP robot. <laughs> no know, way. With my, with my Leighton Buzzard accent, the amount of T's that I drop, my teachers would be horrified. But, you know, that is my voice. And it's about actually having confidence in your voice and knowing how to use it. Mm-hmm. So, Nick, I know that we have to actually wrap up today, but I just want you to just reiterate for people exactly why getting knowledge and understanding how to use their voice is going to be impactful for them in their business. Because... Like in any situation, knowledge is power. What I find in voice is that a lot of my work ends up being cure rather than prevention. So people come to me because they already have a problem. If you have an understanding of how your voice works and an understanding of how to explore it and play with it and use it to the best of its advantage, then you probably won't get to the point where you need any help. And that for me is what this podcast is about. It's about empowering people to get to know their voices so that they can use them to the best of their ability with confidence and pride. Absolutely. And when you feel that in your voice, when you feel that what you're saying is right, it does change so much for you. It changes the the presence that you have, the ability to deliver, the ability to communicate. I absolutely don't bring anyone to you that I don't trust implicitly with what they're sharing. And I rate Nick's work so incredibly highly. And I love you to go and support her launch today. Go and listen to the Voice Coach podcast with Nick Redman and leave her a lovely review and tell her that I sent you. That's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thanks for coming on today, Nick, to tell us all about why we need to use our voices properly. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.